Welcome to Jake Breaks and Hot Takes. I'm Rich. I'm Zach. This is stuff we talk about throughout the week that uh, we find funny and we want to share with people. And, yeah, and, we, and it, what keeps us practically sane anymore, it's just um, what sticks with us. And, um, well, I think sanity, that's a, that's a good thing to start with because we had to preface this. Both of our days, when we talk, it's five in the morning. And I want to say this. If you are on the clock at five in the morning, you have done something wrong with life. Yes, especially for you, because you are overnight. There's yeah. something fucking mentally wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I start 11 p.m. on a Monday, and I go through till Tuesday, and it fucks my entire week up into the weekend. And I start pretty much around 4, 4.30 in the morning, and I roll all day driving my truck. Now, there we go. Him, trucker, me, data center technician. Obviously, he's smarter than I am, but... We're going to try and ruin his chances of going to an Ivy League school. Please don't. Please don't. I've already done that. Uh, full, full disclosure, I am a 25-year-old man, and some mistakes have been made. Some mistakes have been made. Yeah, well, not as bad as my mistakes. I'm 35, and I'm just starting a career. But, you know, unfortunately, and I hate to do this to the poor man, I think there's somebody close to you that makes us both look like entrepreneurial oh, legends. God. Yeah, no. We are definitely the success stories compared to this man at the moment. This man has gotten lost his man card. I, I almost called him a, called the man card. <laughs> at this point, he might as well. He's born again, everybody. Oh, this yeah. is born a family-friendly Christian show. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we... We're... Let's just get into it. I don't this feel like this. person we're talking about, it's, it's uh, my brother Dave, and um, some of the stuff just makes me want to scratch my head, jump off a bridge, or do both while I'm trying to drink a fifth on the way down. Do, do we want to do like a summary? Because, full disclosure, yeah. this is a, a huge chunk of time that we have spent talking oh, about yeah. your brother <laughs> privately. All right, so we'll do the quick thing. Um, they've been together now, I think. I, I actually asked them the other day, surprisingly. They've been together for eight years. Really? Yes. Okay. Now, <laughs> together. That's not married. Oh, oh, thank you. So they did, I think, three-ish, don't quote us, as we, if you want accuracy, go to some other channel. Um, three, I think three years of that was dating, or five, three to five years of dating, then they got married. So, my brother, I, I, I love the man to death, he's an idiot, he's a cock, um, and, and the fucking only way I can know how to say it, because this man, he, he's... I, I want to kill him. I, I really do. I know I'm repeating myself, but he's literally let his, let his wife walk on him. Like, he's been tested, and he's all, his whole thing, he keeps going back to, oh, you just got to be patient, it'll work out. And, and it's this blue pill BS. Well, I, you know, the one thing I've kind of noticed about your brother, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it, this is a pattern in his life, not just in his relationship, but full disclosure, me and Zach... We, in the last couple of years, have been doing significantly better. We started out, we got to know each other delivering packages for Amazon, which is, you know, nobody's there because they want to be. Yeah, you know, you're, I, uh, you're, you're a meat in the seat, as he would told us. Oh, yeah, I had a little bit of a drinking problem. He had a lack of direction. And, you know, it's, it's like lying cooks and women who love abusive relationships. It just went hand in hand. And in the weird twist, the toxicity of it kind of... It made us grow. Yeah, not just that, but turned out to be very good for both of us. In the last couple of years, we, we got out of that. I decided to go more into the IT thing. He took up trucking because, I guess, what, you like big truck 
Yeah, um, it was more or less, I looked at my resume and I'm just going, what do I have in my life on all, everything in my resume said, drive, 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 and some crazy people that we worked with, <clears throat> JT. Yeah. Uh, that's an episode. That, that's an episode by itself. Uh, JT is a, a lunatic, but he used to have a CDL, and uh, another guy we worked with, uh, Fonzie, oh, also had a CDL, uh, drove while he was in the military, thus, and they both were telling me, go and get your CDL, you're going to do something a lot better in this place, for as ghetto as JT is, and as psychotic as... Uh, Fonz is really helped me go into a direction after I got myself fired because don't come me at, come at me personally is what I, I all I got to say. No, and the moral of the story: both of us are making about double at least what we used oh, yeah, to yeah. make. Yeah, this year I made seventy. Yeah, and compared to what thirty five at that place. Yeah, I made thirty two, and now I make fifty one. So, and this was a, a pretty short amount of time, and not that much work actually. I, I was surprised. If you start to work on yourself, it doesn't hurt so bad. Meanwhile, going back to your poor brother for kind of... Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, we, I was saying that is a little bit of a roundabout way, and, and uh, it's, it's a good thing because we took what we had in front of us and said, we have to make a change. Um, granted, we at first didn't know how to make that change, and working at the at Amazon, or aka UST, we, uh, we went... We saw, we, we, saw what, we saw what we didn't like. Then we did some really dumb shit, and... Uh, yeah, you you wrecked a car. I did. I, I I I fell asleep going to work, not because I didn't get enough sleep. I I was mad at my neighbors. It's it's a whole thing. We'll unpack later. But long story short, do not crash a car on a major highway at three o'clock in the morning and then walk thirteen miles home. Uh, if you do, I recommend you do what I did and get severely concussed so you have a medical excuse for it. And if, you know, you have a mental illness that's legitimate, that that helps. I want to continue, though, if uh, you've reached the point where you've hit a retaining wall and decided to walk home, evading the police, uh, seek help. Seek help. Yeah, that's and the thing is, so it's, it's never too late to change. So I'm, no, it's, I'm 35, it's not. and I, I did it in a very immature thing. My boss came me at me. You can come at me professionally no matter what. I don't care. I can take that to the chin. But when you come at me on a personal level, then personal shit happens. Well, and I blame the guys around you, too, because you, you had kind of realized it wasn't a great idea. And then no, don't work around crazy people because yeah. they will not crazy tell you crazy. to break. Yeah. And uh, no, it, it was make good out of a bad situation, yeah. I would say. Just like with me, you know, I've had a lot of things. Mental illness, that, that takes some time. And if you're dealing with it, I encourage you to try to find... Either help or, or look for things. Not on TikTok. Please, not on TikTok. They yeah, did no, a study. TikTok is the most evil thing in the world. Not just that, but they, they did a study I read off of a World Health Center. 60% of all mental health advice on TikTok is wrong. detrimental. Yeah, it's not just wrong, but it actually could hurt, especially with things like bipolar and, and some of the more severe ones. You really do need to try to talk to somebody. And, and coming from a, a very repressed background myself, i got to tell you, it is so difficult, the, the first steps in articulating how you are feeling and the discomfort and things, but it gets easier. And within two years, I went from not having any prospects and just drinking my entire life away to I got a better job and now I'm studying to go to college for something that I really wanted to do when I was a kid that I just... And the fact that you were able to figure it out so young... 
I hate to say it, like it's, it's no, not like, interesting, but you're only 25, and you're like, hey, I'm, shit, I gotta get my shit together. Um, unlike me when I was 25, and I was just like, well, where's the, uh, where's the uh, pussy at? <laughs> you know, just chasing tail. Yeah, different and strokes. I had no, I had no purpose. I still didn't know what I was doing with myself, and you at least have a purpose and you're like oh i i this is what i want to go after no and um but this is all background for contrast <gasps> to to poor zachary's yeah. brother who... this by far is not a man a men's channel it, it, it's just there's certain things you gotta do with certain people in order to make sure you're successful and these are things we've discovered <gasps> on our, our our travel like we were saying this is just kind of show that we've been trying to make progress and grow and i think a big problem with Zach's brother Dave is not just his relationship is stagnant and toxic, but this is a man who worked for a, a mysterious company seasonally. And um, yeah, they got good pay while they were employed, but when winter season rolls around and um, they don't have to work, so they get rid of everyone. And uh, two, was it O'Reilly's that he worked for? Yeah, he was years? working. Yeah, he, yeah, he was um, O'Reilly, some uh, O'Reilly's artists and something, one of the yeah. uh, regular shops. But, um, yeah, it's just he had to work two jobs because he's going to, oh, i got to provide for my family, which is well and good. But when your significant other isn't providing or not giving as much, there's an issue there that you're avoiding. And he's the kind of guy that's more like, oh, I'm just going to put my head in the sand and it doesn't exist, which is how you take it up the ass, just so everyone knows. Just remember, the most popular position is doggy style. Uh, is it? Actually, I don't know. I, have no I don't idea. think this, statistically it's missionary, by the way. I don't know. I'm so I, glad. The way I, I figure is if you're taking it from behind, you're probably already in doggy. <laughs> it isn't easier. I'm so glad that we decided to go on a platform that wasn't YouTube. I I am so glad we this, would never make it. No, not at all. This <laughs> this this feels natural to us, which shows we still need therapy. Yes. Hashtag mental health. But uh, yeah, my my thing with him though is just I I don't know if it's just me and Rich here. We've kind of figured out. Where we want to, what we want to do with ourselves. Even though we were in a position like him, just not with the marriage thing. I mean, I was for a long time, but I'm divorced and engaged now. But um, to jump back on it, it's just I don't know if I just don't understand why or why he can't take that extra step, or is it just he's comfortable with being stuck, or is he just want to rinse and repeat and that and he calls that a life? But um, as the same part of the story, I like throughout time will fill more and more yeah. in as the more he gets me aggravated and I want to choke him like a fucking chocobo. God, I love that saying. I'm so glad I came up with that. If you're a gamer and you know what a chocobo is, just remember, chocobo like you choke a hoe. <laughs> oh my god. What I love is the fact we can't keep an even tone on anything. We always go from, hey, everybody, if you need help, find it, to also domestic violence is cool. <laughs> or at least funny. Yes, we're not mentally stable people. We no. just figured out how to be productive members of society. Yeah, and it's, it's really not hard, everybody. I, I want you to know, it's, it's small incremental steps that if you don't take, you wind up like Dave, who's... Just a cockhold anymore. Yeah, it's and bad. a shell and a shell of a shell of a person. It's all all you become, and you get okay with mediocrity, and that's something you should never do with your life. Is get okay with me mediocrity. No, and uh, if you're to the point where you need a vacation all the time, probably need to make some changes. Yes, because it. Uh... So like this, like this dude's blood pressure is 140 over 90, which is high. Yeah, no, it... and he told me it's been higher than that. And this is a man in his mid-30s. Really, yeah, early 30, 30s. 33. Yeah. 
Yeah, so early 30s with the heart of a 90-year-old man who chain-smoked and drank just since the beginning of time. Yeah, it, it just baffles me. Now, and I keep trying to tell him, like, dude, like, you need to reduce some of the stress in your life. He's like, I was like, well, how do I do that? I was like, divorce your wife. Answer number one. And now that sounds cynical just the way I said it. Just Well, I think a lot of people, especially in our society, they, 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 they cling on to things way too long. Sometimes it's okay to say, you know what? We tried. You slept with my cousin. Yeah. I think it's time we see other people. Yeah, exactly. Or, or even my favorite one, if I, I hope I remember this correctly, is, oh, I don't remember it correctly. Yeah, but he did sleep with, she slept with his cousin, says, doesn't say anything about it, and then he finds these text messages on her, on, on her phone, and goes, oh, I need physical proof. I was like, buddy, you already got the physical proof whenever she sent him and said, oh, I can't wait to come over again so I can sit my fat thing on your face, and I'd send you back to work with a bruised nose again. It was bad. It, it was it, bad. Like... That's that's straight up cheating. Like you cut that off at the knees. Well, it, it was baby trapping. That's what it was. That's oh, what yeah. angers me the most. So like, I and I, I just recently was talking about him. I was like, dude, you got baby trapped. He's like, well, I wanted kids. I was like, okay, did you want kids? Yes, but it's a two part question, and a lot of people don't understand that as a two part question. Do you want kids? Yes. Like I want kids. Do you want kids? Am now? I ready for kids? Am I able to provide for kids? Those are the questions he wasn't sure about. So what she did, she quit taking her birth control, never told him. Which is they, a terrible thing to do, by yeah. the way. If you're in a relationship, so, communication. Money, money. They're, they're already married. They're, she probably did stuff before that. that probably oh, already hurt me. But this is like the highlight of the year. And if you did that, I, I, I told him, I said, I filed for divorce that day. No questions asked. I did not consent to this bullshit. And, and, and that's what angers me about it, is like. Yes, you end up with a lovely, amazing little girl that was built on a lie. Like, that's honestly like one of the biggest offenses you can do is lie about being on your birth control just so you can have a kid, so you can baby trap him, because he's a trust fund baby. Yeah, it's, it's a bad way, and... Like, he has stupid money coming his way. Like, stupid money never have to work from the age of, like, 20. And that seems to be the problem because I feel like whereas you and me, we, we've had to try to start looking at things rationally and be like, I've got to make enough that I can save a little bit to have a little control over my future. Otherwise, I won't be living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. I feel like a lot of his stuff is he takes the fact he's going to get that inheritance, possibly, because you never know with how things work, Yeah. Exactly. for granted, like... Oh, I can just drag along now because I know money's coming to me later. Yeah, like I know I have I have a very good inheritance coming my way, and my mentality, and I thank my dad for it, and the groups of friends I've had over time, is is you still gotta work for what you want. And where people say generational wealth is like evil is completely wrong because what it is, it's it's a mindset. It's not because oh, because your great 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 granddaddy had money. It, it doesn't work that way. It, it's a mindset. I think, too, a lot of people, they look at wealth like there's this, this cutoff above a certain amount. And there's a huge difference between, like, let's say if you inherit a million dollars versus what Bill Gates' children are going to inherit or the DuPont family that has $13 trillion just floating around. There's a huge difference. Like, oh yeah, I, I inherited, you know, a couple hundred thousand. That's something you park in an investment vehicle, and you're like, oh, okay, I yeah. Take like, a vacation. I told, now. Like I've told my brothers, like, look, I'm gonna retire as a multimillionaire. That is my goal. I am gonna be a multimillionaire 
when I retire so I can go on vacation when I want, do whatever I want, just like my dad's doing right now. My dad retired good. He made good investments. And it, and it, it comes down to like making making choices that are going to be best for you. And that's one thing he doesn't understand is that, yes, I'm going to get a great inheritance, but I want my own money too. I want to, I want my inheritance whenever I get old and I, I have children and whatnot. Yes, I'm going to have from my dad. I'm going to have my retirement. Those are going to get combined. And yes, those will get passed on to my kids, but that's how you create general wealth, generational wealth. And that, that's the big issue where people don't see that. Yeah, and I think a common thing with your brother, too, is just he, he's looking for security because, like, his job choices, he's very big into what, what state, government. State and federal. Yeah, yeah, for the benefits and yeah, things benefits, like that. Yeah, benefits, because, like, granted, yeah, you could retire good. I mean, you're not going to get great pay out of the gate, but you retire good, which is fine and dandy, but if you're you're trying to provide for a family, it, it doesn't always work out. If you have maybe one kid and you actually were good with your finances. Like this kid wants to go on vacations a lot, a bunch of times throughout the year, but he doesn't have two nickels to rub, rub together and make a fire. Well, and, another... and then he tells me the reason why I have money is because I don't have kids. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I sit down and do my budgets. I sit down and do my finances. Yeah. I take care of my shit. Which, if you, if you take one thing away from this quasi-financial advice self-help thing, it's always know how much you're spending. Seriously, do a budget. Just... And don't eat out. Yeah, or... I, you know how much money I saved, just me and Taz been cooking it at, um, here? Oh, yeah, no. It, that's, only, that's why I've been able to... I've doubled the amount of money I put in savings. Spend, in two months. Yeah. I spent $300 on food, and yes, I'm a basic bitch whole food shopper. I do. I... I I've read the research. It's hard to say if it helps me or not, but you know what? It's cheap peace of mind. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and with with my finances, like he he always tells me, "Well, you have you don't have uh, you don't have a kid, and you always have money going." I was like, "It doesn't stop you from taking twenty bucks of your paycheck and put it into a savings account for an emergency fund." Well, let's talk about this too, because there's a big difference. We live in Pennsylvania, in a high tax area. And his brother lives in Mississippi. Yeah, one of the poorest states in the country, and with some of the lowest property values. And he makes a decent amount of money actually for their cost of living wise. Yeah, I think he's around twenty, twenty-one. Yeah. So he, he he's not doing bad. It, it, it's just the situation he's put himself in. He just he just bends over to someone else's will. Yeah, he doesn't really see. He, he doesn't have a good grip on his finances. He doesn't seem like he has no, a good family I, I've situation. I've asked him his numbers before. I was like, Yo, what's your emergency fund like? What's that? Okay, what's your budget like? What's that? What's? Do you have anything in the savings? What? No. I plan on taking a vacation. I'm like, how are you going to take a vacation? So I'll just put it on a credit card. No! Credit cards are only to build credit. Don't ever with, and don't ever overdo yourself on credit either. Like, I keep my credit cards under 1000 I have one credit card, and I'm comfortable with 1000 I I put my money on it every week. I don't got to worry about a payment. I paid a whole whopping of $6 in interest. That, that kills me, by the way. I hate you for that. He, so he has a credit union. He has a local credit well, union. Well, it's not even that. It's, I put $100 a week on it. Uh, I take $400 yeah. a month, throw it on there, and never worry. I, I love the uh, the 0% APRs. I always take that. Don't keep a running balance on them, though. That's If you if you learn one thing, don't keep a running balance yeah, on pay credit that, cards. Pay that off ASAP. If you really need money, personal loan through your bank. The yeah. interest rates are much, much lower. And don't go to a loan shark. Those those rates are like 12, 15%, way too high. Yeah. 
Trust us, we know a few people. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. But um, he he just baffles my mind. Though just something that, I don't know if it's just he does. I think what it is, he has no one to lead him, and I think that and that was my issue for a long time. I had no one to lead me, and um, it, it took me. I hate to say it. it um, I, oh, I don't hate to say it. Is um, Tabs? She put a foot up my ass. I'm surprised she stuck through me after losing my job at UST for various reasons <laughs> and um but she told me straight out she's like i want a man who is going to run a house be a leader take and and i want to be in, a, in other words i want to be the housewife i want to be the traditional one i want to i said you know what okay and then i actually looked at myself and that was a critical thing i looked at myself i discussed this with you a lot and um i really looked at it, I was like what the fuck do i need to change how do i become this leader and that was a question I never dealt with all the way up to this until now. And um, I talking to you, talking to a couple other guys I know, and then um, the one guy I really like on YouTube, which is a Strong Successful Male, he cuts that shit down the middle. He's equal on both sides. He's red pill, but he's not so far red pill. He's Andrew Tate. Yeah, it, if it seems like we're name-dropping Andrew Tate a lot, Zach... Kind of dipped his toe into the manosphere, not realizing how deep the pool went. Yeah, yeah, well, I had no fucking clue. No, um, and he's just talking about self-improvement that really is not gender. Like, in his relationship, his girl wants him to be more in charge of the financial things and things, and she wants to be more traditional, which is fine. If you want to... You should be in a relationship that's a partnership that helps you both. Unlike, I think that's the big thing with your yeah, brother but- is the fact that it's There's none of the positives no. in a relationship. No, it, there, there really isn't. The negatives completely outweigh it. And, and let me, now, mind you, I'm only getting half the story. But, I mean, but this is the kind of person she is. Because when me and Tabs actually, Tabs, by the way, is my fiance. But when we went down in New Orleans a couple of years ago, we brought her down. Baby clothes this is right before the baby was born. And she didn't even look at him. She stuck her nose up, didn't even say thank you. And that right there spoke speaks volumes to the kind of person you are. I have never known. And now, mind you, we brought like a suitcase full. Yeah. It, Maybe it's, it's just where I come from, but I do know I have never known an expectant mother that wasn't happy, even if yeah. it was. Babies grow so fast, in case you don't know. Even if you hate the clothes, take them because they will only be in yeah, them for we a couple did weeks. The smart thing we went, we did like zero to two. We went up for, like, the first year. Yeah. Or however they do the sizes in the first year. So we got a little bit of each section. And, um, yeah, yeah, she just stuck her burn and I was like... And at the time, I'm still... I, I would call myself blue-pilled at that point. I still didn't know... I didn't have a direction of what the hell I was doing. I didn't know what to do. I was basically still lost. But um, now, um, a new a newer term that I've come across is the purple pill. Where, no, you're not completely blue-pilled, but you're not... Completely red pill. You be a rational human being. Yes, that's, <laughs> the word. that's, that's exactly what I mean. A You're rational not spending a thousand dollars a month on feet pictures on OnlyFans, but you also don't think that if a okay, woman, I speaks, was lonely. Okay, yes. get over it. They're not your feet. <laughs> I'm just bitter because I tried it and I didn't get any takers. So, Belle Delphine, if you're out there, we respect you for what you do. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's I I think that's one of his biggest issues is that he has no one to lead him, and that's where I ran into that issue. And I didn't learn a lot of the quote unquote red pill stuff till I started listening to um, Strong Successful Male. And like I said, he cut it down the middle. He's like, 
look, this is these are the red flags. These are what you look for. This is a good relationship. This is not a good relationship. And um, and the biggest thing too is communication. And that's what really gets me with a lot of people is how can you be in a relationship with someone you don't really like? I feel like this is a common thing. A lot of my friends I've seen this with. A lot of people. I don't think in relationships because that's what they think they have to do. I, I think for him, I think he does because what he's he's so concerned about like the um, quote unquote nuclear family. Yeah. And that we can go on for a little while. Because, yes, a nuclear family, ideal. But if you're with someone who does not contribute to that nuclear family, it's still just as dumb to be together saying that you are a nuclear family because it's going to be detrimental to the kids anyways. Uh, that's huge. I, I come from uh, a broken home. Well, we'll not sugarcoat it. And they stayed together way too long. That, that should have separated. And anybody that stays in a relationship, quote, for the children... I can tell you right now, Don't ever it, do it. it's not helping them. It is not helping them at all. And with your brother, one of the, the common things when we talk, he keeps, every time you try to get him to either per, pursue self-betterment or things like that, like he keeps given an opportunity on his job to have, was it six months paid time off? Yeah. That he would have got the same pay, and he won't do it. And in six months, you can... You get a certificate. A it's yeah. You can get a CDL. I, yeah, I mean, you can do a CDL in six weeks in some places as quick as three. But the, the common thread is every time he's presented with an opportunity that might better him, he constantly is going on about the kids or the family. Is yeah, that really? it's, it's always the family. And like, like his parents are doctors. And I hate to say it, it's they're kind of like my dad, except they're Democrats. Well, I, but they seem very coddling. Like every time yeah. you talk, they they almost provide too much rope. This man is yeah. thirty three years. My old. dad was more or less like my dad. Sh- there's lessons I. It took me a lot longer to learn, and there's some things like we all like all of us have strengths and weaknesses. There's some things my dad didn't really teach me, like what, especially in the dating pool thing. That's not a strong suit. He's been divorced twice. He's on his <laughs> third marriage. That should be enough statistics for for us, but. Whenever I was going through those stages, I wasn't told, hey, man, you want? who cares about the women? Don't worry. The women will come later on. Focus on what you're good at. And I, that, that's where me and my dad really had um, butted heads and had mishaps between us. The personal growth kind of a thing. Yeah, my personal growth out. stopped at, like, puberty. Which is not an uncommon thing, really. You hear this, I think it affects men a lot more than women, it seems like, just when you look at statistics on things like uh, unskilled labor, unemployment rates, yeah. things like that. I, I feel like a lot of young guys did not necessarily have that direction. And a lot of the resources that are out there now that they seem to be falling into, unfortunately, there may be a, a, a little bit of good here and there, but there's so much yeah, shit. Yeah, I'll even use that through. as an example because um, my dad used to be a bricklayer, pure blue-collar worker, I think back in the day. I'm not even going to go back to wages back then. But he went from being a blue collar worker to a job that now no longer exists, which was a tape runner for Bear Compute, uh, Bear Corporation, and he he went from doing those th- from blue collar work to white collar work, and to his bosses telling him, "Oh, we we were, we're not going to train you for anything else," and he decided, and this is where your own intuition, your own the ability of wanting to better yourself really comes in, because he decided to take these classes himself while he's working, while and the nice thing is all that stuff is in house. 
So, granted, there was nothing at night, but he could be like, I could pick up a book. I can read a few pages. I can study the material. And then what happened was, further down the line, he uh, ended up working uh, past a guy who was trying to figure out a problem. His manager was on his ass. And my dad just stepped there and said, oh, I know how to solve that. Not knowing how to solve the damn thing. He's like, I had an idea. America, everybody, fake it till you make it. Yeah. So he um, he actually he figured it out. And um, from there, he got a promotion. And he just kept on bettering himself and learned that job completely. And then what he would do, become friends with other people. Those, fr those friends are lazy at their jobs. So they would get, he would get, they would just give him his credentials. He would go in as them, learn all their stuff. And the cool part, they got promotions because their work was so good. And when they left their positions, that position opened up. So he went over, rinse and repeat. Now he's a senior. He was a senior computer analysis that controlled over a hundred computers between USA and Germany. And what's funny is that tape runner that he started out. That not only does it not exist anymore. That was back in the day before even floppy disk and things. They yep. literally computer memory was reels of like microfish tape almost. Yeah. You just pulled out the board <laughs> and you ran it to the other computer, put that board in there. And it's funny because um, my mom. One of the guys that she went to school with in the 70s, that was what her or his dad went to school for. And he didn't apply himself. He got a degree in computer science, but computer science was uh, new, new. And all he did was uh, storage for memory and that tape. And when that ran out, he didn't keep up with anything since the 50s when he got his degree. And it pretty much ruined him. Yeah. And um, But um, going back to uh, me and my dad, though, is that, yeah, he worked a lot. And... I was not a very sociable kid. I mean, I mean, I was called a social butterfly. I had friends, but they weren't, you know, quote unquote friends. More like associates. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I didn't have that direction, and and it took me until a couple of years ago, really, to get that direction. And then I just got lucky with finding a couple of really good voices, and and now I'm I'm actually I think I'm more of the middle, like you said, normal rational person, which is more like the purple pill. Take a little bit of blue pill here, a little bit of red, more or less the red pill. But um, I'm trying to turn my brother onto this red pill stuff, and he's like, I hate this guy. I disagree with everything he's saying. I was like, well, why? It's like, I would have been divorced like five times. Like, well, um, your wife cheated on you. She baby trapped you. I, I, I would have filed a divorce a very long time ago. No, and, and anybody in a relationship, man, woman, whatever, if you cannot set your boundaries and they be oh, respect. and they did the open relationship. They also oh, did an open relationship. Yeah. And that blows my mind, too. I can make a whole fucking segment about that shit. Yeah, it just... that's It's never a good idea if you came into it with the idea of monogamy. Introducing more moving parts to the machine doesn't no, seem to be the way to I'd go. Monogamy is already complicated enough. Yeah. It, no, and it, it, it's something that I, I feel like... she uses that as an excuse to sleep with his cousin. Yeah. But that's... Do you see what this the thing with the open relationships with me... If you're adventurous and you get into it and you know it from the beginning, that's one yeah, thing. fine. But it, there's this weird escalation to me of going from, okay, you and me forever. I don't understand where that solves any issues. No, I don't if either. It, it perpetuates and makes the issues even worse. Yeah, or it's just an excuse, like you say, it's to be able to, to do this in the open. Yeah, and, it, it, and that's one thing I told him. That's one thing I've, I've, I've learned is there's only two 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 things that are happening when a woman asks for an open relationship and you're in a monogamous relationship. And and or man, it doesn't matter. Either A, they're already cheating, or B, they already have someone lined up to cheat. 
Those are your two options. No, no, you've been and adventurous man, enough in your That's man or woman. Yeah, that uh, we've been kind of rambling here, but I feel like we made good enough points to kind of show yeah. what we're talking about. Basically, at the heart of everything, we're trying to constantly not only be open to new things, but better ourselves, challenge ourselves to grow as people. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I'll even use I'll use this whole podcasting thing because. I had no idea how to edit. I didn't had no idea how to even look at software. And great, I still don't know how to edit, but I'm starting to get some general symbolism knowledge of what the heck's going on. Just like in the mornings when we talk, I you know, you throw science down my throat. Of I've I, and I fucking I hate math. I hate science. If I can't hit it with a hammer and it goes in the wall, I don't well, care. No, for it. It, it's great to me because it. It helps me learn things whenever... Because Zach is not stupid. That's what I like about him. He will ask questions after I break it down in a way he can understand. Yes, as I tell him, please put it in the retard version. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it works very well. And no, I was I was not deeply uncomfortable with the idea of this podcast, but I was saying, there's always that little voice in the back of my head whenever something new comes up. Yeah, and that's the scary part. Exactly. It, I have changed jobs three times in two years and every time it has been a significant bump in pay and a significant quality of life improvement and every single time I have done it I have been scared if I'm being honest and I think this is what separates people and I'm not talking this alpha bro lifestyle or even these TikTok influencers tell I made seven billion dollars by investing in moonshot coin it's the hard thing I thought it was supposed to be moonshot I'm not sure. There's Is that so why many I lost all my money? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, because take, take it like this. If, when you were at UST, you weren't in a good place. But doing that new thing, that that growth between UST and your other jobs, it's really a dark con- con- such a stark contrast. And, and that's why you got to do that self-improvement. you got to keep oh, on bettering yourself. And the people at the bottom, because we've been at the bottom, it's I'm still at the bottom. Yes. It's comfortable... And you, there's a lot of people around you. Whenever you're down, there's plenty of people who want to keep you down. And it's not a malicious thing. It's just... Misery loves company. Yeah, and it's a culture. You get yeah. into this culture of, oh, fuck that. I don't need to do that. Or I don't need to do anything else because I'm comfortable here. And there's people that like me down here. And it's very hard. I think with your brother, just like we, we talked about the support system, he doesn't really have a support no, system. Let alone, I don't think it's, it's a... Uh positive support system. I think it's a very mediocre, mediocre? How do, mediocre. Yeah. A very like, oh, cool, just stay the course, you're good. And like you said, like, oh, he's probably banking on coming into that retirement, or um, the uh, inheritance and stuff. Like, this, I'm, I'm just going to go on a little sidebar, but his dad, he was supposed to receive his, um, his trust fund already. Now, mind you, his dad set up another account for that trust fund to funnel into, which he has to go to his dad Ask permission and give a reason why, because he doesn't want his wife touching it. Okay, so it's so not his so dad's much protecting him. Yeah, because she know he already. I and for being very far left, because I disagree with him very much. Oh, yeah, well, that's the smartest thing he could have done. Because I hate to say it, he's protecting him well, from getting screwed. No, like and, my dad still protects me to this day. Oh no, and my and, dad's very far right. Yeah. <laughs> No, and it, it's, how, how do we articulate this? One thing I've noticed is 
his relationship with his parents has a lot of good and bad in that they do legitimately care for him, but I think almost sometimes too much in that yeah. he has been a- allowed to stay in bad situations far too long. Because this is why it like, really confused me, because his parents are actually the ones who pushed for him to get married. I was on the other side saying, don't do this, this is bad. This is going to screw you. Yeah, and... And, lo and behold, now he is... He has a daughter and a stepchild, which he has not adopted. And the only one of the smartest things he so far has done, I'll give him credit for that, is refusing to adopt him. Yeah. Because when I told him, I was like, you should file for divorce, he's like, well, what about child support? Because Mississippi is, Always. what is mine is mine, what is yours is yours, yeah. even after you're married. So you don't split 50-50, which is a really good thing. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, I found that out too. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so, he's like, well, I'm not going to have her all the time. I was like, Dude, you. This is where I. I was like, you have a trust fund. You have a family of two, a mom and a dad of doctors. She has a small time, small town mayor who makes fifty thousand a year. You out resource her just on that. You could drag that court case out for the next twenty years if you felt like it. You'll ultimately win. You just gotta put, put the hammer down and do it. Yeah, and he has enough runway. He could. Yeah, he could. And, it, yeah, yeah, it's going to suck if his family breaks up. And and the other thing is, like, well, I don't want to be alone. It's like, dude, being alone is, like, the greatest thing ever. Yeah. I because honestly... I wish I knew this stuff now compared to whenever I was alone and I went and fixed myself completely the wrong way. I mean, I went through the whole depression thing, the whole party, my ass off. I, I was just not in a good place. If I had this... What I have now, I would have been in the gym. I would have done so much better. I would have found a purpose probably sooner. Probably not been, you know, drinking while driving your bus back. Yeah. Or no, that was was that Chipotle that you were the functional? No, no, that was like Pittsburgh. I was a functioning alcoholic, yeah. basically, in layman's terms. That's the best way I can label that because I was in an office, mind you. I was, okay, so I had an office okay. position at this okay. time. That's I forgot about that. So, so at least, yeah, yeah. But no, my, that job was paying me fourteen fifty an hour at forty hours a week. That's uh... and I mean I'm I'm already burning the candlestick at both ends. I'm trying to chase down. I'm not trying to improve myself. I would just like screw it to the situation. I'm just gonna do it. Escapism, kind of. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Complete and total escapism. And with as much, I when I got home, I drank. In the morning, I drank. While I was at work, I would go and take breaks. I had a I had a freaking bottle of J- fucking Jameson underneath the seat of my car. Walked out to my car, a couple shocks, walked back in. Even my boss told me, he's like, she's like, is that alcohol in your breath? I looked at her and I was like, nope. And continued about my day. That's, oh, man, no. And and I was just not in a very good place. And, and I know what it's like to be alone, but if I had, and I had no support system, that's what it was. And I told, and that's what I was trying to tell. I was like, dude, you have a support system. I'll bring you up here. I'll go down there. Like, I can fly on a snap of a finger because I have money. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, isn't yeah, it? Money, I hate to say it. People say money doesn't solve issues. No, it doesn't. But it makes handling issues easier. That's right. It won't fix you, but it can fix a lot of your problems. Yeah, like right now, if I went and if my car blew out three tires, I'm just going to go, okay, go replace them. <laughs> Yeah, it's nice. Before to... I would blow out three tires and go, I'm gonna die. Yeah, there's no way I got. You want to continue going yes. to work on those three yes. tires? Yes. yes, you had to, because I didn't have money to replace that. That's right. You, you know, 
And that's another thing we could talk about at some point is the, the things you will do whenever you're living paycheck to paycheck that now that you have yeah, money, you would never do. I'm like, when I had my cruise, I ran my tires all the way down to the wires. Yeah, I really did. I was like, I actually, when me and my dad took them off, I put my hand on the tire. I didn't realize the wires were exposed. I cut all my hands completely up from it. He's like, how were you even driving? It's like, I don't have money to replace it. I drove a 1999 Firebird with ball tires through four inches of snow at three in the morning to get to work because I wasn't calling off. Yeah. Because the exhaust leaked into your car. I lost a muff. I lost both you, mufflers. Yeah, don't, don't sugarcoat it. On the same highway. <laughs> on the same highway. Yeah, it, it's... So, yeah, but with him, um, I, I know we uh, we keep, keep on going on these side tangents, but with my brother, it, it just... He's scared to be alone. I, I think that is just because he's not... He's never really done it. Yeah... Yeah, that's a lot of people. A lot of people I talk to in bad relationships or whatever, they just stay because I don't know if it's because we vilify being alone, like it's a bad thing. But if you have problems, I, I think it is that we just don't know how to do it. Yeah. We've all, we're always around people because us as humans, we're sociable creatures. Yeah, and here in America, we pretty much. I guess you're right. By the time you're, it keeps getting lower. But like 13 or 14, you're supposed to already be dating. You're never supposed to just be by yourself. Because yeah. you're by yourself. There's something's wrong with you. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's what I, I, I think a big portion of it is, is that we were never alone. And, and that's even growing up in our generations. We've always had our parents, most of us grandparents. And then once we hit 13, 14, we're still with our parents. Hit 18. When I, I moved out, the day I got my diploma, I moved out of my house. I, that was when I used to be my crowning glory. That was my proudest moment. I am like, out. I'm free. You know where I moved into? My ex-wife's house with her parents. I never was alone. Yeah. I wasn't alone until I was 20, 25. Yeah. And since I didn't have those skills or knew how to be alone, I, I would just completely wreck myself. Oh, it's... But anyways, so to wrap up my brother is... Uh, he, we're going to probably talk about him a, a lot on this, on this thing. And... Compare and contrast. Yeah, compare and contrast. I think it's a really good talking point because he, he is really the living embedment of a very, I'm okay with being mediocre, if not below mediocre, and I don't know how to get myself out of this. And it's weird because change is hard. I'll admit, right after I wrecked that car and everything, the next six months of breaking old habits, developing new patterns, actually having to look at myself and That's see. That's the hardest. It, it is so hard. And... That's what driving trucks helped me with. Because you're sitting that behind that wheel 11 hours, and it's just a brain and a radio, and you have to look at yourself at the mirror and go, what? Because I, like, I came into like, I need to change. I need to do better. And this has tremendously helped me. Oh. No, and that was me for those first three months of just having to be honest with myself as far as, okay, you don't have any skills. You're unskilled labor. You're not stable. You can't really hold down a real job. How do we do we go forward? And it wasn't just me. Thankfully, I had my mom. She did a lot of research for me because when you're out of it, you really can't help yourself. you got to be willing to accept the help from others because you can't really do it on your own. And that was the hardest thing for me yeah. because I, you have this delusion, I think a lot of men especially, that you know, you're Superman and you can fix everything. 
And then you realize when you're sitting there at rock bottom, whatever that is, because I went through many rock bottoms. Yeah, so drunk, I puke blood. It happens, you know. But in the back of your mind, like it's fine because I can do this. I can do this. This is all me. This is my show. And then when you realize that no, nobody can do anything alone. That's really difficult. And you you got to be a big enough person to accept help. Yeah, and, and that's one thing. I, I, that's like me and you. We're always. That's why we talk every morning. Yeah. Whatever's going on with you, I'm, whatever's going on with me, and, and, and we hold each other up, which is a really nice thing. I, I, that's what I really love about our our relationship. You know, we have what ten years between us. Oh yeah, yeah. So we are two. We're both two like really different generations with the same mindset. Oh, I'm a zoomer. which is really really wow. Yeet yeet fam. I think that's what the kids say. I'm gonna throw you off my roof. <laughs> <laughs> okay, YOLO. Don't you know? That was a very millennial thing of you to say. You know, you and Drake. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, what it is, folks, is, is you want to improve on yourself and really having a support system is what helps us. And uh, with between me and Rich, um, we have a few friends outside of me and him. But, yeah, we we are always talking to one another. Even though we are on opposite shifts, that's why we, we are talking at 5 a.m. Yeah. Because he knows I'm already jacked up on fucking Red Bull and Coke and he Pepsi comes in, I'm and everything I'm pretty sure else. he just takes a coloscopy bag <laughs> or one of those old school funnels and just starts pouring coffee where the sun doesn't yeah. shine. Just <laughs> boom. I'm up and I'm at the world. Yeah, I said that Cardi B song. I'm up, I'm up. Oh, I'm yeah. Up. Yeah, 16 bars. When it's up, then it's up. We're not, we're going to, no. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to wrap up this episode. Yeah. Um, hopefully you guys got something interesting. Um somewhere down the road we're going to get a little bit more um, structured structured and formatted if you listen through this whole thing congratulations I personally will give all you guys a cookie through a contact of mine who is selling cookies at work and let us know (laughs) no I it was good I I think we touched on a lot of stuff and hopefully it helps somebody yeah thanks for tuning in for uh, Jake Breaks and Hot Takes and have a good day guys oh yeah see you on the next one